everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. John, big news. Big news? <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Okay. I am currently staying with our parents, and our yes. parents watch something every day, every morning. Oh, it's no. called it's called the news. Oh, it's something that yeah. I I don't watch uh-huh. personally. It's not something that I'm super into, but they do. So I've been watching it, and it makes me feel very up to date on the current events uh-huh. uh, going on. And one very important factoid that I was able to absorb through this watching of a little program called The Today Show <laughs> was that the Rolling Stones are going on tour. The Rolling Stones, the band, are the band alive? Are they're all alive, apparently. <laughs> or at least a good enough bad? amount of mean? them. And... <laughs> Going on to well, not really, because Mick Jagger is like seventy eight. He, but he looks six hundred. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, Mick Jagger has going. looked six hundred for probably about forty years. Well, I mean, that's how he's always been. He's, he's like eternal in that way. <laughs> and so, so if you ever if you ever meet Mick Jagger, just tell him you look timeless because it's true. You, you are timeless. You just. It, it's just leaving some mean things out. He's just undying. You know, he's not immortal <laughs> like the elves are. He is undying. And there's a difference, um, according to my significant other. So, yeah, the Rolling Stones going on tour. You can get tickets on July 23rd. Yeah, you're you're really that. you're really up on I this. I did it. They... I really like because I was like, oh man, you know, because I'm like always now I have like all these relatives and now like uh-huh. more relatives with the involvement of my significant other. You know, this okay, is like whole... yes, I was like, hang on, yeah, we have a nephew now as of relatively recently, this but just, to my knowledge, we haven't extra. gotten any other new relatives. Well, but yes, so I yes. texted I texted Taylor and I was like, hey, gift alert. Like, if mm-hmm. we know someone who would really like a parent, you know, someone who, who yeah. has taken care and of us, or not like okay. a friend. You can say I'm it. Not an old my... person. Yeah. An old someone person. who would appreciate so like, Rolling Stone tickets. Maybe my mom would appreciate them, or yeah. your dad would appreciate them. You know, like, let's see what, what's going on. And he's like, oh, yeah, I would want to see that. And I'm like, okay, well, I've also learned from this program <laughs> called The Today Show that... <laughs> It's very, it's, it's informative. Are, you guys should check it out. It is very, there's a lot of stuff. Maybe you should look at it. Anyways, uh, it's very upbeat, you know? Yeah, they keep I, it moving. I don't moving. know if that's, maybe it's just the, the one I up. saw today. Maybe it's just the one I saw today. But, it, you know, it seems like a very uh, positive program. Um, anyways, also the Rockettes are going on sale. Tickets for Rockettes because they're uh. back, baby. They weren't, <laughs> yeah. they didn't do it last year, but they're back now, you know, and. Nothing, We're back, kicking like no one's ever kicked before. Kicking, kicking like we've been kicking for a hundred years. And all the Rockettes were resigned to to sitting in their little lonely apartments, just kicking at at whatever they could get their hands at on. The, just the Zoom screen, every yeah, glass, so every also, tin can, everything in their house has already been kicked. There's nothing left to yeah. kick. They get, we got to so get them back on stage. 
Yeah, so that's also what's going on sale, like, this week. So I was like, okay, he was like, well, I would like to go to the Rockettes. Like, that's what I would prefer. I'm like, cool, so I'll go see the Rolling Stones with your father, and you can go to the Rockettes with your mother, and it's perfect. (laughs) And that's how that shook out. But I was informed that despite their advanced age, Mm -hmm. they really do still rock, apparently, which is what I got when I, I brought this up to mom. Mom says to me, Emily, I went to the Rolling Stones concert, like, maybe early 2000s. So and they were years ago. Yeah, but they were still very old at that point. Yeah. And because he's, he's fucking 78 now. So, you know, do you do the math because I don't want to. <laughs> and she said, not only were they amazing. She said, AK, like, quote unquote, best concert I have ever been to. Is Holy what shit. she said. And also... But I attribute it to the fact that you guess who opened for them when she saw the Rolling Stones? Who would have opened for the Rolling Stones? The fucking Cranberries. Oh, like, okay. Mom, no, sorry. You, you went to a Cranberry show. Cranberries. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? Because you can't. You know, that's not possible anymore. You went to you a Cranberry show and Rolling Stones showed up late. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and then you got to hear some of some of the hits. But yeah, so I was like, well, wait a minute. That just sounds like a fucking amazing concert. Yeah. Like, that's just a baller bill. Yeah. I'm now considering it. I'm considering, because, you know, it is the Rolling Stones. They are rock and roll history. It's like, do you want to see the Rolling Stones or not? You know, and it's like, ultimately, it doesn't matter how much they suck now. Yeah. Because it's a part of the experience. It's like literally going to the museum at this point. It's educational. Yeah. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Um, I need to learn about this. Samantha and I have tickets. I, I got tickets to a show for her birthday that's coming up in August. Uh-huh. Um, on uh, on August 8th at Nats Park, there is a concert called the Hella Mega Tour. And the what? The Hella Mega Tour. It okay. is... Uh, Green Day and Green Day fall. Sorry, this is a primer. This is how it was introduced. This is how it was advertised to the public for a while. It seems like they've fixed the error, but it, this is how it was being advertised Green Day, Fallout Boy, and more. The more that they're talking about? Goddamn Weezer. Oh my Weezer god, no, I know about this. Was the yeah. more. <laughs> Was more, yeah. So yeah, yeah. you mean to say that Green Day, Fallout Boy, and Weezer are playing a tour, are going on tour together, and you just decided to absolutely cut Weezer off at the knees for no reason for oh your ads? God. Ridiculous! But we are very excited to go to the show. It's uh, that's that's very exciting. Weezer is like one of Sam's favorite bands of all time. So that's so funny. I so did I'm not know that about really Sam. good fiance. There you go. Yeah, it looks like Rolling Stones, the closest they're coming to us is Charlotte. And so see? if I were to get mom tickets, yeah, if I were to get mom tickets, that would be good because it would be sort of in between. Yeah. But. Concert tickets are a rad gift, honestly, to give to, like, that's, it, it's it's not a burden. I feel like giving tickets to an event, if you're not sure about like the person's involvement in whatever thing you're buying them a, a ticket to um, is risky because you're like, 
well, if I if I get a ticket to a thing, do I have to go to it? Can I like maybe sell the tickets to somebody else who might want it? Mm-hmm. Concert tickets, especially if it's a band you know they like, it's like that's just an excuse to shirk other responsibilities. And personally, I would love any gift that allows me that opportunity. <laughs> I yeah, I I'll take tickets to whoever the fuck, and I will go see them. It's a good time. I, it, it doesn't it's matter. It's always to me. a good time. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, it's totally feasible. Like it's for whoever. It's totally affordable. It's just like, does it get more? Like you know, because now you have to do the whole thing, right? It's a Thursday mm-hmm. night in a for in a in a foreign city. In a, in a foreign land. It's a foreign Far land. abroad, the land of Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. So no, I don't think I'll do it because it is it's sort of a burden to get there and then. Although I think I could take a plane from Richmond to Charlotte for like not a lot of money, and mm-hmm. I think the plane ride is like literally twenty minutes. But yeah, it's like that that New York to DC plane. Yeah, which I've done that too before, and it's honestly one of that the better ways to That New York to DC plane, there. man, fucking wild. You hit you hit altitude, you and then you go straight back down. You hit altitude, you turn on your in-flight wh- whatever they're giving you, and then about you start five your minutes later, of are we friends? And- <laughs> yeah, you you pop in a podcast, and then right as soon as they finish their cold open, the the flight attendants are like, "Okay, and we're coming into Reagan National." <laughs> like, fuck, okay, yes. no time for a glass of champagne. That's really the, the my main Dude. issue with that flight. It's pretty rude. They don't they don't take the time to hand out champagne on that flight. I don't think they hand out. I've never been given champagne on a plane. Uh, you're on the wrong planes, man. <laughs> I sat next to uh, uh, I, two gentlemen one time that realized that they have to keep giving you wine if you ask for it. <laughs> it was like we've gamed you know, the they system. Won't offer. They can't not they give won't you offer, wine, but. Because it was a, uh, what's it called? The one everyone wants to take. It's based in Dubai. Uh, KLM? What's ALM? No, it's not ALM. It's not KLM. That's based in, like, uh, Europe. Uh, What's it called? Everyone knows this. Oh, no. (laughs) This is Comedy Poison. Oh, no. No, Comedy Poison. No! (laughs) It's the one everyone wants to take. Hang on. Sam! What's the airline? Where is it? Dubai? Dubai. Based in Dubai. Where? What's the airline that's based in Dubai that everyone wants to take? Emirates. Emirates. Never mind. <laughs> it's Emirates. Emirates yeah. Air. Yes. And it's really, they're really nice planes. And I flew, I flew it and it was amazing. It was beautiful. And the food was really good. They give you like this cool vegetarian curry. And then as like a snack part of the way through your meal, you also get a pizza. It's like pretty great. They just don't stop feeding you. Oh no, they, Emily. Oh no. What? <laughs> we jumped, we jumped right into airline food so fast. <laughs> It's pretty our, good, our honestly. Comedy, what's our the comedy deal? podcast is taking a turn deal? for the worst. What's the deal with Emirates <laughs> Airline food? It's really nice. But we've yeah, come, they will. We've come full circle. They will keep giving you wine, though. And these gentlemen realized that and proceeded to get very drunk, like, right next to me. Oh, And, like, we're, like, giggling with each other. Like, it was some sort of secret joke that only they understood. And we were all so stupid. Like... <laughs> 
They're all just they're just gonna keep giving you wine. I'm like, I understand oh my God, I that. I can't believe I can't believe You're that being they... an asshole right now. Bro, can yeah, you believe so... that they just keep giving you wine? Oh my god. How does yeah, the, how's exactly. nobody else doing it? Because we want to be able to walk off the plane. Yeah, like because like, <laughs> actually I'm okay. I'm really okay. Like I do I need a couple glasses? Absolutely. Do I want <laughs> Do I need no. like a glass or a glass and a half to get through this flight next to you guys? Yes. Are my yeah. options drinking, like, really drinking with you two or yeah. popping and, like, a podcast and going to, upset, to sleep, honestly? Continuing <laughs> to upset the flight attendants. Like, that was my yeah. main thing. It's like, you also have to, like, be oblivious to how much you're pissing off the flight attendants. That's... And I don't like to piss off the flight attendants because they start at sort of, like, a higher baseline of pissed off than we normally are. Uh, understandable. Like, airline... Understandably so. Flight attendants have to deal with so much bullshit already that they're already... Oh, yeah. Their guard is all the way so up whenever they have to interact with you. Yeah. And then they just, like, kept getting madder and madder while having to serve these guys, a, uh... like, a lot of red wine. And I was like, that's a weird choice to get hammered Yeah, why'd you on. <laughs> Why would you it's decide? Weird, You're already they, at altitude. You know they have at least three types of wine. Why did you pick red? <laughs> You're already at altitude, which for me fucks with my mood anyways. Like, yeah. I think I saw Marley and Me once on a plane. Or no. You Marley know and Me was? was a big plane movie back in the day, which was like, why? No, I don't want to. What's that movie? What's that movie? It's like August Rush. August Rush. Yeah, so August I, Rush is I, a prime flight that's I a prime in-flight movie right there i didn't watch it i watched my neighbors august uh -huh. rush and still cried my eyes <laughs> <laughs> like august rush was playing silently on my neighbor's screen and for some reason i caught enough of it to absolutely lose my shit. Like, my guard is so down on play. <laughs> my guard is incredibly down. My emotions are all out of whack. They, it's the, way it's out the altitude. Like, I don't know. You know, you already have to go through TSA, and they're just really <laughs> abusive of you. I feel like they're very callous with you and your body, and they make you feel like meat, and I don't like it. And then I There's go on plane. I feel like it when you get on the sensitive. plane, when you get to your seat, like, when you're, when you're in and, like, buckling your seatbelt is when... All yep. of those emotions start to finally, like, really... Your walls start to crumble. <laughs> yeah, everything starts to come down. You're like, there was a lot of stress, a lot of adrenaline, a lot of can-do attitude. You got to have some can-do attitude to get oh to God, even yeah. get there. And then you're sitting in your well, seat, you're like, okay, I don't have to worry anymore. I'm here. I, I remember once I was on a long flight, and all I had to read was Night by Ellie Weissel. Oh, God. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then... I put on the in-flight entertainment because it was like many years ago. Because I was, it was when I was in high school. Because I was reading Night, which is when I read Night. And is that high school or is that middle school? So they still had, so they still had the in-flight entertainment at that time. None of this back of the screen. You choose yeah, your adventure thing. They've it was still like the in-flight entertainment. It was like the in-flight entertainment, and the movie was Marley and Me. And I was Good like, God, what? Like, y'all, you're crying. You're crying on this yeah. airplane now. Why? You can hey, oscillate between Delta? Marley and Why me. are you trying to bum out literally every person on a whole ass you plane right now? You can oscillate between Marley and me and Night by Ellie Vicella, and that's a really weird cry. It that's like... <laughs> <laughs> you we're going to watch with how much or very, how little you're going to cry. We're going to watch a very lovable yellow lab 
die. Very sad. Mm-hmm. And then go read about the Holocaust. Does that sound fun? That sounds like a fun way yeah. to travel. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the adventure you have. Like, that's what's going on with you now. And you just have to be there for it. You're just along for the ride. Literally. Literally. You just have to Very sit there weird. And take it. Yeah, I've cried on, I think, a, a few planes, and it is really embarrassing. <laughs> but. The uh, silently watching a movie on someone else's screen is the only capacity in which I have watched any amount of Thor 2. That's my, oh. that's my little... <laughs> I, have, I, I, am, I will say it. I don't like the word, but in this context, I'm okay with it. Uh, I am a whole ass slut for Marvel. I I will just <laughs> I, I eat it up. I don't know what it is. It's just something inside of me. Just loves it. I need it. I it's give it to me. Mm, yum, mm-hmm. delicious. Mm, yeah. Thor two. I just, I never had any desire to watch that. Film. <laughs> I so I first watched Thor two because it came out while I was in Ecuador and I bought a bootleg copy of it. I was going to ask if there was any fun Spanish name for it, but... Thor oh, dos. there is. Un Mundo Oscuro. Un Mundo Oscuro. Uh, we've talked about this on... We've, literally that we've talked about on the show. <laughs> yeah, and it was filmed in the in a movie theater illegally. I love those. <laughs> love so, those. There's like people passing in front of it. And it's like, I'm pretty sure it's Spanish with English subtitles in the film, in the movie it was bootlegged from. Yeah pretty sure so that's a good that's the best way honestly because i've seen it now the english version it's not a good movie <laughs> so like honestly thordos and mundos Goro slaps compared to that because at thordos. least you can enjoy the comedy yeah of, of what's going on in the theater the comedic at the aspects. time of this filming yeah because, no, it wasn't very good. I mean, no wonder Natalie Portman hasn't really agreed to be back. You know, she's like, oh, yeah. I want to come back. I don't... She got done kind of done kind of dirty. She is coming back, though. She's coming back for Thor 4. Or what? Thor with a U in... Four? <laughs> Four? <laughs> I was just going to spell Thor with an O-U, but that's fine, too. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Let's get a clean take. Four. <laughs> uh, Thor. Sorry, if it's called anything else, I'm gonna be so upset. Thor: Love and Thunder. What? Uh, there is a there's a, a rumor. It's called Love and Thunder. It's called Love and Thunder. A more 80s nostalgia. Is Taika is You have to. Of course. They, they, okay. After Ragnarok and the the fact that literally every person who has any opinion about the MCU rates Thor Ragnarok in their top three total oh, Marvel yeah. films. You Thor can't Ragnarok, take that away from Taika Waititi. That, like, are you kidding? My faves. Okay. So my faves are Thor Ragnarok. The first This is another Guardians. thing we've talked about so many times, but I'm fine with it. Thor Ragnarok, the first Guardians. Yep. I'm not totally caught up, though, so my rating isn't going to be, like, fair. Um, I mean, what have you missed out? Uh, There's been a whole year without any Marvel films, so you might not be as far behind as you think. I have. I still haven't seen all of Doctor Strange. I still haven't seen Captain Marvel. I haven't seen the one that pe- that's probably Homecoming. I haven't seen any of the new Spider-Mans. I've only seen the oh. first 
they're young fine. Spider-Man. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, them Taylor that high. loves them. Taylor yeah, loves them. So. That's the thing is, I I think that I haven't seen Homecoming or Far From Home. I think, most but now of I know that he came back. Are like baseline great, so I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's why I say I the the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies are like are fine compared to the rest of the Marvel movies. Like I don't think that they're really huge standouts. Probably better Ant-Man than Doctor was Strange. Fun. But... Ant-Man was fun. Civil War is okay. Oh, Civil War um, is such a slot. It's just, I. It's important as a writer to be able to understand both to be able to understand and empathize with both sides of an argument and the argument in civil war it doesn't make any fucking sense to me and it's mm-hmm. literally it it it's cause for fallout <laughs> like yeah. almost really drastically horrific fallout yeah which makes no like the, i'm sorry if you're if we're talking about uh, Civil War and you are Team Captain America, you're wrong. He didn't. His argument made no sense. No. Just, just put, just, just give Bucky up. Just put him in jail. He'll, he'll do Bucky. Come on. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Oh who my gives god. A fuck? And then like, I'm still confused as to how Bucky got into Wakanda. And speaking of Wakanda, I mean, like people do put Black Panther like way up there. Gotta say, didn't really do it for me. Black but Panther, it was it was another one. It was, it was okay. It was another one it. in that league where it was like, yeah, this is a this is a good movie. I, I I'm into it. I'm having I, fun watching it. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is a is a treasure and should be treated good. as such. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a fine. I I I would not put it in my like top three. And Chadwick maybe Boseman. top five. Chadwick Boseman. It, it's it's God. good. I incredible. I had like the unique. <clears throat> Not unique, obviously. I was in a theater full of people when I saw it, but I had an interesting perspective on it where I was really excited to go see it because I saw it in theaters in Addis Ababa in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be such like a wonderful experience. It's so interesting because people were so into Wakanda. And, you know, it was like a lot of people were like starting to do, like in America, were starting to do like the Wakanda Forever sign as a like in solidarity with like Black Lives Matter movement. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is really interesting. And then I went and saw it in a city in Africa, which is obviously I didn't there were some Ethiopian um like influences there in like the tribal attire oh, that sure. some of the people in Wak- quote unquote Wakanda were wearing because they tried to use influences from a lot of different African cultures. And Ethiopia specifically makes a lot of sense because both Wakanda and Ethiopia are unconquered right yeah that's the whole thing yeah 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 and i saw it and people were like meh yeah (laughs) they were just like not into it they were like yeah i guess like oh uh, an african nation that didn't get colonized for whatever reason cool (laughs) they were like well it wasn't even it was just like yeah i guess that's kind of us but that's also like that's Kenya, that's Ghana, that's... They were, like, <laughs> unimpressed because it was just like, yeah, but, like, where's... This is a mixture of everything and it's diluted, uh-huh. you know, almost. Yeah. Like, that's not us, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? It seemed, like, very almost... Yeah, let's do a mixture because we don't want to pick an African country that Wakanda is, but also in doing so, they completely, like, diluted it. Yeah, but, get, yeah, that's a very fascinating take on that. Yeah, it was like a weird take, but I also just wasn't super 
compelled by the story itself, honestly, but I, I am a terrible person. Dad wants to watch Black Widow with me while I'm visiting them, and I'm a terrible, terrible person to watch Marvel movies with because I always have something shitty to say about them. I'm never totally nice about them. I, uh. I did, I've never been a fan of ScarJo's performance as Black Widow or of Scarlett Johansson herself. Really? Well, yeah, so, Scarlett Johansson herself. Well, I've never, not, I've never met her. I don't know Scarlett Johansson. I don't like choices. her delivery of lines and, you know, whatever. And I don't like the way she's been written throughout the MCU. So I'm hoping this is sort of a redemption. That's interesting. That. I feel like most, th- there's a lot of women in Hollywood that get a lot of, flack for no reason like pretty much just because they're women uh scarjo gets flack for good reasons scarjo i feel like it's for playing asian women well yeah yeah, that's that's not great um not good but i feel like she's one of the few that doesn't get that much flack like the flack she does get is justified but i feel like even that is not it doesn't come up to the amount that a lot of other women in hollywood get so that's an interesting that's an interesting take I just never liked her her personal like performance. You yeah, know, I, I don't. Sure. Yeah, that's about that's about where I stand on that. And also the whole thing with Mark Ruffalo and the not being able to have babies. I'm a monster thing, comparable yeah. to the fact that you turn into a giant green rage monster and I am equally a monster because I can't have babies. Was possibly the most disgusting thing I've seen on tele on on in a film in a very long time. I don't so remember that conversation it's because it's from ultron and no one remembers ultron <laughs> because we try to forget <laughs> ultron was like we try the to forget that ultron happened. but then wandavision then happened and like, wandavision was great and, like, and it really made us it. remember that ultron you happened make me, you have you make me have to accept that vision is a thing even though vision came into age of ultron literally an hour into the movie and we had all of a sudden they were like there's a new superhero and i'm like i thought this movie was like almost over like why no sorry there's another like 90 minutes no there's another two there's hours another full left. ass movie in here <laughs> there's another Fucking disney original film ultron. in here I hated Ultron. I'm like, you know what? I'd rather watch Luck of the Irish again. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you said Disney original film, so I just. Oh God. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. Wow. I for how how is Luck of the Irish the first Disney original film that you pulled? It it left an impression on me. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Oh God. <laughs> It's Cheetah Girls for me. I don't know. That's that's. Oh man, what's the? Cause we are sisters. We stand together. <laughs> we live in perfect harmony, though we are not the same. <laughs> that's that's from Cheetah Girls. Are we? You're welcome. Do we have a topic? Do we want to talk? Do we <laughs> want to broach a topic today? I mean, like I'm having a blast, blast right now. <laughs> Just a great time. With my brother talking about cinema now, yeah. and I feel like we should talk, like, make it a cinematic topic and just talk about favorite movies. Just how to, just how to pick a favorite movie? Um, how to, how to pick the best in-flight film. Ooh, yeah, how to, like, how to pick a good in-flight, like, good in-flight Film. It's important. We've already talked about it. Yeah. You're sensitive. You have to be so careful because, like, for me, it's a hair trigger. You know, yeah. like, really, really easy to trip me up. Um, 
because for all the reasons we've discussed, you're so sensitive, you're going through a lot, you're tra literally going through a transitionary period, right? You're sitting down, you're in your seat, your life is, they've it made a big deal about informing you that you could die. Right? They let it was you a know. whole thing that they legally had to do at the beginning of the yeah. flight like, to really make you, you fully die. aware that death was a potential. <laughs> yeah, look at the card, find your exit, find your buddy. You could die doing this. And also, you're on the way to grandma's funeral already. So, like, death and the imminence of that is in the air, you know? Mm -hmm. If in Ethiopia whenever I did have to go on a flight which is quite often because you can't really overland the roads are treacherous and it's much easier to fly there was always some woman rocking and shaking and praying as loud as she could while sobbing yep. always another person barfing their brains out like you're like yeah. oh these people like a lot of people are very scared of flying and they're convinced that and that energy permeates the plane flying with our mother if you ever flown with her she hates flying. Terrified she's, of flying. She's absolutely horrified of it. People yeah. praying and there, like freaking yeah, there's out every always, time. That's what I was going to touch on was there's always somebody with like a full ass rosary out mm -hmm. wrapped around their hands and praying. It's like, guys. No matter is, where you are. You know this is the, like statistically the safest way to travel, right? Like you, you yeah. know that. Do you have a driver's license? I, w I would like to see how wild those people drive. The people who are praying in the in the airline seats i shouldn't judge people that would, I, that would be fascinating your though. your no, fears are valid dangerous. and i but like well, it's come scary on. you know like we guess. don't understand it at all and also we're not in control it's the lack of control Con that's really what it bit is bit of control you can't even move freely every bit of control has been taken from you you're yeah. like almost like can i please go to the bathroom like it's almost <laughs> that level it so like it feels I like that it. sometimes on flights i get you, it you feel like you need to call the assistant to be like am i allowed is it is at this point in the flight where i'm allowed to do it or should i not should i hold off our musical guest this week is Jesse DeFranco, and I'm looking forward to this so much. This is a great song called Just Pretend. It's a brand new song. Get in the link in the description to find more of Jesse DeFranco's stuff. Thank you, Jesse, for being on the show. Without further ado, please enjoy Just Pretend by Jesse DeFranco. Drifting away 
They do tell you that at a certain point you can't you can't smoke. There's babies crying. There's people crying. There's praying, and you're watching a move. You have to pick a distraction, mm-hmm. right? So we touched on Marvel because Marvel is there's so many shortcomings with Marvel, but one thing it is always guaranteed to be is a very good distraction. There's always yep. action. There's a lot going on. They're typically very a little bit visually of comedy. stunning. A little bit of a little bit of laughs, a little bit of a little sad, but never sad enough to make you cry. Like, have you cried at a Marvel movie? And if so, when was it? It was specifically spoilers for Infinity War. If you haven't watched it, specifically after the snap, uh, Tom Holland's performance Tom in that Holland. moment was oh, yeah. devastating. Absolutely, that devastating. was that was. I think that got spoiled oh, for me because that did turn into a meme. So oh, it was yeah. like. I won't cry at it now. It doesn't make me cry. Society is, wanted want to, to make that begging. a funny moment because they knew how how devastating it was. Also, they wanted to convince they themselves. They did want to spoil it. Yes, hundred. Ultimately, they did want to ruin it for other people too. <laughs> like, which is it did get because it takes me a while to see these things. I'm not a fan of the movie theater. I think I just worked at one, and, and that'll also ruin. Kind of gross. Yeah. They're kind of icky, and post-COVID, I really never want to set foot in one ever again. I'm like, fine. I'm good. I'm good with it. It was Tom Holland's performance in that moment, and also, honestly, the, I mean, the climactic moments in in Endgame also, I will say. Like, um, the, I mean, it was really Tony Stark's death yeah like that it was a little it it had a little bit of like an operatically drawn out aspect Mm -hmm. to it where it's like all right just fucking die (laughs) yeah but it was it was god are you done yet it's like you're singing a whole like four minute aria but you're uh, supposedly dying uh but no, it, I that was also oh, very cholera. sad. I think I I think like, I I'd like to see you, I'd like to hear you sing a aria when you have cholera. But all right. <laughs> so I think when it comes to sp- 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 
specifically Marvel films. I do want to say mine, the ones I've cried at. Oh yeah, go. For, sorry, I'm so sorry, Emily. <laughs> I just do. I just do. I don't remember crying at anything, mm-hmm. except. And don't judge me. And I know everyone's gonna judge me. <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man. The amaze the the Andrew Garfield one. When when Gwen and I knew Gwen Stacy was gonna die too, but when Gwen Stacy gets her fucking neck snapped, it was very real for me. With, I cried a lot. With, like with the web that reach that literally forms a hand at the end of it to reach out. Does like, it form a hand? I didn't yes, notice. I'll, it was, I was just, the cheesiest over the top. I cried. Scene. I cried my eyes out. <laughs> Look, look, the human, like, human emotions With the clocks, always... the clocks all, like, in the background of the... There's not... I it can't was explain so... it. I knew you were going to judge me, but I cried for, like, a half hour after the movie ended. Sorry. Like, I continued to cry. Not The Amazing Spider-Man. This is The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> saw it in theaters saw it with my roommate we were both a the one, mess after that movie the one with crying. blue jamie fox yeah who apparently yeah. is coming back to reprise his role but not blue <laughs> which is great that's better <laughs> i don't know like that's that's just what happened for me like that is the i don't even know if that it was marvel no was that look, still sony uh, yeah, that I, I mean, Sony still has that IP. Don't get it twisted. The, everything that involves Tom Holland from here on out, Tom Holland is is a he's great, a sensitive little baby boy caught in the middle of two very angry parents fighting over him. Mm. Uh, anything that I thought Andrew him, Garfield was a pretty good choice, except for the people that thought he was too cool. Like that was like the big. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, because fucking Spider-Man is supposed to be a nerd, and Andrew Garfield is beautiful and like rides a skateboard around. Like he's skateboarding. He's a cool guy. Like no one, even especially at that point in time, in 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 just literal time, no one, no one anywhere in the world would have considered that kid in high school a nerd or a dork or whatever. That's just a cool kid who like fucks off and minds his own business. Like, who gives? Why is he getting bullied? Who's who cares enough to bully that kid? He's 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 hot and he skateboards and he seems cool. Leave him alone. There's also there's a moment with the bully in the Amazing Spider-Man after Uncle Ben dies is very sweet. I'll okay. say that. I don't. It, I don't. I I gotta be honest. The bully with you, holds like, him up. I, I don't remember the Amazing the Spider-Man bully. or the Amazing Spider-Man two all that well. I like, have rewatched that no. Gwen Stacy death scene to remember how cheesy it was. That's the extent of it. No, he uh, he holds up the bully after he gets spider powers, and the bully's like, "Feels good, doesn't it?" Like, I, I'm sorry about your uncle. And he's like, "Shit." Whoa. <laughs> he got like a little bit of a. I got chills, but I know that it's super on the nose. <laughs> Whatever, Damn. man. All right. Okay. It got me. Right. Okay. You Maybe know what? Like, I, I see where you're at with the good Stacey Jetson. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. I, 
it was a, it was a long uphill battle for me in my early my late teens to early adult years to become more in touch with my emotions. I never was, and then the floodgates got open because I started acting. I started doing theater, and mm-hmm. now I'm very sensitive, and I can cry at the drop of a hat. And it's mostly good, but it means sometimes yes, I do cry at Gwen Stacy death scenes. All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> But uh, I'm okay. mostly unimpressed with with Marvel and their like very obvious attempts to get me to cry. Like there's many yeah. moments in the last two Avengers where they're like, "This is the end of it. We've worked so hard to get you here, and now we're here, and we're gonna like totally bring back old wounds to sort of try." It just seemed very obvious. Like we're gonna try to make you feel about this. Like we're gonna kill Gamora, and it's like. I didn't really need Gamora to die, you know, to feel something. You know also, what I mean? We've literally. Oh wait, no. Killing Gamora was that was Infinity War, so we hadn't seen any alternate reality stuff yet. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, Gamora's a great character. Eh, I don't know. Anyway, I didn't need I didn't need time travel in my life. Like, I didn't need a stupid time travel movie. It was, was very the, dumb, was the only and way I didn't like it. It was gonna work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they. They set these movies up so long ahead of time. Like, why did you choose this? You could have done anything else. But the stupid, hokey time travel. Let's give Natasha a shitty bleached ponytail because that's a sign of how upset she is. Like, go fuck yourself. They had to signify that time had passed, Emily. Time has passed. And she's also very upset at a broken woman. So her hair is garbage. (laughs) What the fuck? Um... Yeah, and God, that the fight, the fight between Hawkeye and and Black Widow over who gets to die was way too drawn out. Like I'm so done. That, that scene yeah. had the potential to be very powerful, but as soon as they're both literally on the side of the like not hanging the off cliff. the cliff, off the like down the cliff, like hanging off the side, still fighting each other, like we've gone we've gone too far. This scene has gone on too long. Uh, in in an already three three hour three full ass hour movie. Honestly, we, I was so done by that point that I don't remember who died. <laughs> it was Black Widow. I'm assuming it's Jeremy Renner. <clears throat> no, no, wait, I don't remember because no. I, I saw the movie. I was so checked out. I was like, my eyes were rolled up at the sky at this point, stuck permanently. I think. I think after the movie, I had to go like <laughs> clap Everyone? my eyes back. Everyone wanted Jeremy Renner to die because no one gives a fuck about Hawkeye. But he has in, children. In context, I care about has, Hawkeye. I don't care about family. their Hawkeye. His wife I, is Judy Velma. Greer. No, I don't. I I feel bad. I don't know her name because she's actually a pretty well. No, known Judy Greer is Ant Man's ex-wife. Yes, correct. This actress is like a pretty well-known person at this point and has a pretty good career. But I know her and I will always know her as Velma from the live-action Scooby-Doo movies. Oh, my God. That is Jeremy Renner's wife, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Not Daphne, because I know Daphne, because Daphne is Buffy. But Velma, really? I don't recognize. I don't remember her name. She was also in Mad Men. 
for oh, I don't a know. stint. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We've ventured into a realm that we need Brian from Are We Friends to True. come and save us because he's going to be very upset with us that we didn't get all of these names. Linda Cardellini is her name. Yep. <clears throat> don't know her. Anyways. Yeah. No, I mean, like, Avengers I like Ultron. Hawkeye. I was absolutely fucking right. Good she was also in no. The Curse of La Girona. I just I remember it. <laughs> I remember that title because it's just like it's got a a Spanish name in the title, but like when they ran the ads in America, the announcer hit that Jarona really hard every time. <laughs> that double Smooth. L kind of J ish sound. Well, also like they pick and choose their heroes that they're going to spend a lot of time on, and. And Hawkeye, I think, has the potential to be a pretty compelling character. I guess they understandably not so much because he's pretty underpowered compared to the rest of them. He's just a fucking archery guy. Super aim is not like the best. But the other thing they really fucked up with is that Hawkeye is supposed to be deaf. And yeah, Hawkeye is deaf. What? (laughs) Yeah. And it's sort of really lame that like a lot of people who are fans of Hawkeye were like and there's also plenty of female Hawkeyes too like Jer- like the male Hawkeye Clint Barton is like not the only but that's true of like most of the characters at this point there are male and female iterations yeah but yeah there have there been plen- lines of succession put into place already in the MCU like Hawkeye's Hawkeye has a daughter that's established and there are um okay. a lot of like you said a lot of female hawkeyes so there's there's easy transition there there they set up the fact that like they've already given us the visual of iron man's uh helmet on his daughter so like that's a potential thing um they're just gonna else? go Ant-Man? until we're old and gray ant-man's daughter uh cassie lang is supposed to be stature in the comic books and she as of Endgame, is a full teenager so that's an easy that's an easy transition oh cool i didn't well. realize i just rewatched ant-man and i did enjoy it i thought it was very fun yeah it was incredibly it's a fun. heist movie anthony heist mackie movie is always fun, good anthony mackie got a fun cameo in that one that was fun yeah but yeah that's that was my that was my pitch for uh an, an are we friends episode i would need more time to prep for it which is why i didn't do it on the last one i was on um but Avengers Endgame was just Ant-Man 3. Uh, Ant-Man 3 colon time heist. And it's pretty it's pretty easy to, to connect the dots there. But I would like to state my case in an official capacity, which we do not have time for here today. <laughs> no, no. I feel like we're already dangerously low on time. And we've only talked about Marvel movies we've in all, terms of we've picking. We've specifically talked about Marvel movies. We talked little bit about sad movies too so i'd stay away from pixar here's the thing for sure i stay away from pixar we can quickly very quickly go through um like current movies in theaters just to decide which at least which is the best in-flight movie out of the current list i think what well, i was be black before, widow probably <laughs> Or what I was going to say before was pretty much any like any MCU origin story film is an easy an easy go to 
for an in-flight mm-hmm. movie. They're low stakes. You you know they're going to get out you of it. You know what's going to happen. Even if it was yeah. the first time watching it, you knew that they were gearing up for like the first Avengers film. So like, you knew that everything was going to be okay. Very low stakes. Little bit of punchy comedy. You don't really have to pay much attention. Those are those are easy. Uh, Black Widow, not an origin story. Very much not an origin story. It takes place, I think, post uh post ultron either post ultron or post or immediately post civil war it takes place it takes place post avengers mm, because she because clint and her talk about budapest in the adventures and i in the avengers I and think i they know make- I think they make flashback references oh, to Budapest. Oh, okay, because it is, it is an origin Black story. Widow. I think they, they talk about how she was trained. It's kind of an origin story in that she goes back in and, like, hangs out and fights with people from her past. But in, oh. in terms of chronology, the movie takes place within the timeline of the MCU. And I, I think it's post-Civil War. Not positive, but I think that's what it is. <clears throat> okay. Space Jam, heavy contender, I think. Ooh, the, um, I, I, yeah, Space yeah. Jam, colon, a new legacy, big. Okay, they keep advertising Space Jam to me with only the ad where the granny is drinking martinis. Yes. I have not seen a single other ad for it, except that they're like, look at this old bitch drink martinis in a children's movie. And I was like, damn, you got me, though. Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah. So wait, who is the basketball player in it this time? LeBron. King James. LeBron James. Okay. Okay. See, I don't know this. But, you know, when we were kids, it was, you know, all about, uh, what's his face? I Michael believe Jordan. I can fly. Michael Jordan. It was all about Jordan. Yeah. And that was like, Space Jam was a real part of our childhood. Like, and uh, R. Kelly, apparently. <laughs> Which is upsetting. Yeah, well, R. Kelly, you know. <laughs> hey, you know. <clears throat> R. Kelly did a lot of stuff wrong. (laughs) Okay, no one's here to make the argument that R. Kelly did anything right except for the song I Believe I Can Fly. (laughs) We were all into it. You know what I mean? Like, we all liked it. Maybe R. Kelly didn't even write it. That would be that would be a little... That would be great. We should look that into that. Extra. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next time we'll go into R. Kelly's music career, but we don't have time for that here. Snake Eyes? Which I don't is, know what that is. Is that a G.I. Joe thing? I don't know. I feel like that's in the G.I. Joe-verse. Space assuming Jam, it Legacy. is. Assuming it's in the G.I. Joe-verse, I would say. Definitely watch it on an airplane. This is what I've recently seen on airplanes. I want to I wanna mix you, in what I've seen. You so don't want me to get through this list. No, I don't. I want to talk about what I watched on on airplanes, which worked out really well. Crazy Rich Asians. That that very, was one that I was going to bring up as being another prime in-flight movie. Perfect in-flight movie. <laughs> it's, nothing goes wrong. It's look at all yeah. these crazy rich asians with their beautiful homes and beautiful outfits somebody's and you're getting like, married Excellent. there's 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 people beautiful taking care of them. Costumes. there's mansions yeah it's great it's great i know how to play mahjong just like my you know boyfriend's <laughs> grandmother and we're cool even though i grew up poor and he's really rich and he didn't tell me he was rich and then i showed up in china and it was like crazy biggest conflict that's very fun my my potential fiance's grandmother beat me in mahjong yeah like she doesn't like me and the only way i got her to like me was beating her at mahjong because i'm literally statistics professor at harvard that was that um what what else did i see 
So another... the other one I'll throw into the ring, even though I didn't watch it in a in a in a plane. Mm-hmm. But it's my go-to if I don't want to feel things and I just want to watch pretty I, pretty I movements. I want I want to say. Did you already say it? I'm gonna say it. I wanna. But I wanna you say wanna it. Guess. I th- I want to guess, but I want us to say it at the same time because I think I know what you're gonna say. Okay. Okay. It's older. I don't know if you'll get it. It's how, not old. How at old? All. Like ten years. It might maybe. It might still. Be I think. Right. I think you know. I think you know. I think okay. you know. All right. Should we say down three? Yep. Okay, one, two, three. Chef. 27 dresses. Oh, 27. Oh, okay, 27 okay. dresses 27 is dresses way is more than, than 10 years old. I don't know. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's bad. It's it's great, though. It's candy. Chef, also yes. candy. Give me All a guess as to easy. what year 27 dresses is from, Emily. Okay, all right. They were wearing a lot of, like, mid-belted Mid-belted things. Um, I'm going to guess. What year is it? I'm going to guess it came out in 2007. It's very close. It's 2008. Wow! I was going to guess 08, but then I was like, they didn't bring up the housing crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was too late. They were done filming by then. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh, I will remind you that 2008 is several more than 10 years ago. No, it will always be 10 years ago. Uh, no, I think Chef is also another good film. It's another film with absolutely no conflict to the point where when I saw it in films, I didn't know there was no conflict. So it's just a dad, a sad dad hanging out with his kid and like making and just bonding with his child and like having good times. I thought that kid was going to get cancer. I super, I thought that kid was going to be dead by credits <laughs> for real. Nope, it is a movie with no conflict, and it's just food porn. If you, it is, it, it is also has Scarlett Johansson in it. Yes. It also has ScarJo in it. So and Sofia Vergara. Yeah, Did love it. Love well, that he gets. Yeah, she's the waitress who's seeing him at the beginning, but then he gets back with his wife because they were meant to be together. Well, of course, it's a feel-good movie. And ScarJo, ScarJo isn't too too fussed about it, really. <laughs> She gets it. It's Sofia Vergara. She gets it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like I said, she's not upset about it because there's no conflict. No conflict. In the whole she's movie. not allowed <laughs> to be upset about it. Because this is a movie. It's like Disney World, the movie. There is no <laughs> conflict here. All right. Everyone Snake is eyes. cool with what's happening. Space Jam: A New Legacy. Black Widow. Old? No. Old. Immediately out. Too stressful. There's, it's an M. Night Shyamalan. No, Mortality? All no, M. Night no. Shyamalans, including the Avatar films, film? Banned. One film, hopefully. Banned. Banned. Anything M. Night Shyamalan, you're not watching that on a flight. Escape Room, uh, the, the new Escape Room movie, out. Fast, not, or sorry, F9. Uh, the newest Maybe. installment to the Fast and the Furious movies. I think that's a pretty good contender. I feel like all of bet. the Fast and Furious movies have a similar thing to the to like the early Marvel films or like not early they Marvel all have films, but at least one thing in common which is that I have not seen them so. <laughs> <laughs> boss baby the new boss baby okay yeah that's heavy contender. that in flight yeah for sure for sure the forever purge no Joe Bell you do have to be careful no you have to be careful what you're uh you got to be careful what you watch because you're gonna have neighbors so like yes, i watched that's hustlers. another big thing i watched hustlers on a plane uh-huh 
And I felt real weird about it because it's a movie about strippers. Yep. There's a lot of explicit content. And I, my neighbors just had to deal with it because I was watching Hustlers. Because the woman who's in Hustlers is the same woman in Crazy Rich Asians. And I feel like I just watched them back to back. Mm-hmm. I don't know her name. She's very, very talented. She's also in, um, she's very beautiful. She's also in Off the Boat, I believe. Um, What's her name? Oh, are you talking what? about Constance Wu? Constance Wu, yeah. So she was in Constance Wu and I share an alma mater. No way! Absolutely. Yeah. So I watched Crazy Rich Asians and I was like, man, that was good. What else was Constance Wu in? And then I came upon Hustlers. Hustlers loved the movie. <laughs> it was like J Lo, Constance Wu, like bunch of really cool badass. Oh, female I remember cast. Hustlers. I don't know why I wasn't. Yeah. 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 Don't watch that on a movie. Don't don't watch that in flight. It's not. <laughs> okay. Watch it by yourself. Final contenders, I would say, in the heights also is in there. I think. Oh, I think yeah, that's a great. Perfect. I watched um, La La Land on in in flight. Yeah, that's pretty much the only perfect. situation which I'd watch La La Land. Perfect choice. Yeah, it, that was exactly it. It was like I'm stuck here. I'm not gonna I'm watch La La Land in this. any yeah. other context. <laughs> Perfect it is film. definitely like a I've heard a lot about Crazy Rich Asians, so I guess now that I'm trapped, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Same with La La Land. I'd probably just watch Crazy Rich Asians again because now I've forgotten enough about Crazy Rich Asians that I'll just watch that again instead of watching <laughs> La La Land. Um, I need to find a very, very funny take on... I need to find take someone else's comedy. I, I make it our comedy it's, tonight. Because it was very good. Who fucking sent this to me? I'm gonna be so mad if I can't find this. Somebody sent me a post about a a one star review, I think, of of In the Heights. That was on oh Twitter. My gosh. So if you were on Twitter, you probably have seen it. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'm not gonna find it. I'm such an asshole. It's tragic. Fuck. You suck. I have to cut that out. Um, <clears throat> it was, maybe, maybe I can try to Google image search. It's very funny. There it is. <laughs> okay. This was a, sorry, a one and a half. It's either a one and a half star review or a half star review. Can't really tell how that is um of in the heights 2021 by sarah sarah writes one and a half stars an old navy commercial with lin-manuel miranda jump scares (laughs) (laughs) you know what you know what i stand by sarah i've seen the commercials the coloring of the like the gels they're using exactly the same it's incredibly, as it's, it's incredibly <laughs> accurate spot on. i think sarah spot on. i think sarah was in a particularly mean mood but she's fucking funny as shit <laughs> lynn manuel miranda is so much <laughs> <laughs> I I appreciate his work and his writing. I really do. 
I love I I have absolutely adored and devoured pretty much everything he has written. I cannot listen to him sing. I just can't do it. He's not yeah. a good singer. I'm sorry. If Who does we he play? if we by, against all odds become famous and Lin Manuel Miranda hears this, Lin, I'm so sorry. But I just I just can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, and there I was would, like when I lived in New York that role on Broadway. S- when I lived in New York, Samantha and I, whenever she would come to visit, we would go and stand on the line to try and like get the Hamilton the lottery. raffle tickets for yeah the the mm-hmm. lottery. Sorry, not raffle, the lottery tickets for Hamilton. And the only thing we were thinking the entire time we were standing there was like, if we get these, I really hope Lynn is. I really hope it's the understudy for Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because it'll just be better. No, and he plays uh, I forget his name in 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 the Heights, but he played that role on Broadway. But yeah. there was no reason he had to reprise it. He already did the role. Like, but he did made a good he musical. Didn't. He gave uh, it's Anthony Ramos is his name, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he gave the lead role to to somebody else. No, he didn't play the lead. Oh, he didn't. He played like the MC character. Yeah. Yeah, and he's playing. I believe he's playing the same role because well, I believe it's a role he kind of wrote for himself. Rough. Uh, Anyways, I think I'm it's, done with I this think it's in the, Yeah, like, me I too. Think, I think it's in the Heights, honestly, given all the all yeah. the stuff we've seen. It's not Old Navy commercial. Space Jam yeah. is. I, I think it. Honestly, in order for me to be in the mood for a cartoon on a flight, that's kind of. I think cartoon films or animated films rather are good choices. I don't think I. It takes a specific mood for me. I always to go be able for like specifically age appropriate, and not because I don't like watching cartoons because I love cartoons. Yeah. And I watch children's shows all the time. I've just watched Gravi- Gravity Falls for like the third time. I've yeah. just finished watching Steven Universe for the third time. Like Avatar for the eight millionth time. So it's not about that. It's just about like what you're in a mood for on yeah. a plane. And it's literally that stuff you wouldn't see otherwise. That's a good point. It is age like appropriate. In the Heights, not, yeah. like ticks those boxes. In the Heights me. really, really hits it because it's. I'm not be, gonna watch it. <laughs> it's gonna be relatively feel good. There's gonna be musical numbers. It's, it's a good. I've option. seen it on Broadway, so I mean, like. Don't watch uh, it in the Heights. Know, Don't to... spend the money on on Disney Plus or whatever to watch it. Wait until okay. you're on a flight next. Watch in the Heights there. Yep. Verbal yep. signature. Downtime with John and Emily. All right. We have a couple people to thank. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. Thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, you can go to her Instagram and ms underscore creative at nms underscore creative if you if you're nasty and uh go to her website nataliespitzel.com thanks natalie i am going to be a part of what is being called stream of thieves which i'm very excited about it is a a charity stream event that's happening on twitch.tv slash and i will put that in the description uh, of this episode so you can be in on it it is going to be july 30th at 6 p.m eastern time 3 p.m pacific um, and we're just going to be playing a bunch of Sea of Thieves. There's going to be a bunch of uh, of donation incentives, and all of those donations are going to be going to Point of Pride, which is a great 
organization that is geared towards helping uh, trans and LGBTQ plus youth live their lives in a more affirm, uh, uh, affirming way. Uh, so it's a great cause. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, tune in again July 30th, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific. Should swap those. Anyway, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Twitch.tv slash PunkleNix. Go give them a follow now so that you can uh, get an alert when we go live on the 30th. Thank you. Speaking of Twitch, if you're not already following twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network, you are missing out. Not only are you missing out on the live streams of our actual play TRPG actual play show, Call of Cthulhu thing, which is really wonderful. It's called Outlaws and Old Ones. A lot of members of the Outlaws Network, all of us at some points are on it. Definitely get in on that. But there's a lot of other stuff you're missing out on as well. We pop in there to do some live streaming of video games. We did downtime last week that we live streamed. So you definitely want to be following twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network so you get notified anytime the Outlaws Network goes live that could be anything from a nice sweet stream of stardew valley to the all-out craziness that is outlaws and old ones to anything in between you name it we've done a lot of wonderful things we're doing a DD campaign once a month now yeah which is really exciting that's written by uh taylor also of the outlaws network so we're doing a lot of stuff on twitch lately so you definitely want to be involved if you're into the stuff we do and we benefit a lot from getting more subscribers so definitely hit us up Thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey. I am John Downey. Lin-Manuel Miranda, I will fight you. (laughs) Oh, shit. Keep that button on.